We have the great opportunity when the Parshas are split to focus on something specifically related to Parshas Titzava. I will admit to you, I don't know why I'm saying this on Wayu Torah, that I had a great idea that I uh, found uh, last night, in the beginning of the night. And then when I came home, Rav Asher Weiss spoke here yesterday, maybe we'll reference it. And uh, it was, Baruch Hashem, quite a long uh, speech. I came home after about two hours. And I'm like, oh, now let me write down the notes. And it actually was someone who wrote a Parsha Sefer on Parsha Stitzava, but he was wrong. It was Parsha's Truma. <laughs> and as I looked up the Pasuk, I said, whoops, can't use this one. So I came up with something else. And I was pretty surprised that I never given a vort related to this. Um, I have not quoted in quite some time my Rebbe Sefer of Aaron Salvechik. Beautiful, beautiful Sefer, The Warmth and the Light. Uh, not available. But uh, it's a really an amazing Sefer on the Parsha. Um, and it's been a while since I've quoted it. Unfortunately, it only goes through Sefer Shmos. And um, I think this opportunity is a great opportunity because I think it will be a focal point, even though Mirz Hashem next Sunday will give our shir on uh, Purim. We'll speak about Purim a little bit more. I think this will focus on Purim as well. I believe it was about seven years ago, six, seven years ago, I gave a uh, uh, lessons from the Lev on the idea of the clothes makes the man. And we are told, And one has to wonder, when he sees these psukim, how the focal point of our parshas is almost completely on the concept of clothing. The clothing that Kohen Gadol wore, and the amount of time we spend. In fact, the Rambam Paskins, that if one of the begadim were off, right, there was a, a bell missing, the, the avodah was puzzle. So we have to understand what's going on over here. This is, is really true clothes make a man? It's very interesting. There was an article that was written in Forbes magazine just a few months ago that focused on, is it true anymore? After COVID, during COVID, everybody uh, wore whatever they wanted. And there was some, you know, I'm sure you saw in those videos of the people who thought their Zoom, you know, was, was closed and they were on a big business meeting and if I mistake, the camera was on. I'm like, ah, your camera's on, you're in your towel, you know, maybe, you know, and so on and so forth. Or they're in their towel and they don't realize there's a mirror in back, whatever it might be. We saw this news reports and all these different things. And the article wanted to say, is it true the clothes make the man in We used to think that when a person puts on a suit, we know when Shabbos code just comes, and I'll tell you something really, really funny. Um, I wanted to, I thought it was the same Vord, Ravaran's Vord, but it wasn't. I'll share with you just a little bit of what, what I said a few years ago. Um, I said something then that was, uh, you know, certainly couldn't be, I'm not a Navi, but uh, turned out to be true. I said, you know, if I ran this yeshiva, and everybody started laughing because they knew that's not possible. But I said, if I ran the yeshiva, the first thing I would do is that on Shabbos, everybody has to wear white shirts. And there's something about white shirts. And it turned out, it, it, years later, it worked. Right? We're now a Hester yeshiva. You got to wear a white shirt on Shabbos. Why? When you put on a suit on Shabbos, it makes you feel differently. Many of my friends have commented to me, why do you still wear a suit? Number one, it costs you so much money and the dry cleaning and the whole thing. And in Israel, I don't know what they do with the dry cleaning, but I don't know. After like a few dry cleanings, you're done with the suit. Uh, why do you do that? You don't have to wear a suit anymore. It's great. You can save so much money. I said, there's something special about Shabbos when you put a suit on, especially in Eretz Yisrael, when you literally never, ever put on a suit again. The next time you'll put on a suit, it's like, ah, you're getting married today? Like, nobody wears suits in Eretz Yisrael. Why is he getting married? So... It is it true? This Forbes article wanted to tie that now a lot of offices who went basically after COVID said, just dress any way you want. Um, now they're seeing that the productivity is not exactly what it should be. It's a, it's a shile in the post. So 
clothing does make the man, and uh, Rav Pincus, who's like, who I quoted seven years ago, uh, does share a very unique idea. The Rambam famously takes the Pasuk, they attempt to you, as a Pasuk that teaches us, Lo Shevet Levi Bilvad, that we nowadays cannot be like the Kohanim, we, that we do not have the Kohanim in the same level that we had. Baruch Hashem, we have a Zecher, we have Birchas Kohanim here in Eretz Yisrael every single day, but we don't have the Avoidus based on Migdash anymore. We don't have the Kapara that we used to have. But we now are considered as the Ramam Shevet Levi. Uh, Rav Salvechik speaks about this idea, I believe, as well. Rav Salvechik, I don't know if you know, his uh, daughter passed away uh, over Shabbos, uh, the great Tolna Rebbe's uh, uh, wife, uh, Rebbe Santorsky. She's going to be buried um, in a few hours from now here in Eretz Yisrael. And Rav Salvechik says so beautifully this idea, that's what we are today. We're Sheva Levi. We're the representatives of Klal Yisrael. We're the representatives of the world, really. Or Gayim, that's who we are. And the clothes do make the man. And it, and it matters how we... Um, act and what we do in our learning, in our avoidus Hashem. And we know that a Jew has to dress in a certain way. And he says, Rav Pinkas says, I'll just say this briefly, that there are three focal points in dress. Number one, a person has to dress sneeze. We sometimes think sneeze only talks to girls. It does speak to girls as well. But men also can dress in ways that are alluring, that are inappropriate. Below, um, uh, you, you can't wear the newest fashions of the guy just because it's the guy. This is another thing I, I think years ago, now probably 10 years ago, I uh, gave a shir on Chukas Agayim, which relates to the parsha because it relates to uh, the special begotim of the... We have to have begotim, have to be somewhat different, but in a, in a Kavadik way. Then he says, number two, we have to make sure that we can't wear something that's actually us or against the Torah. For example, Shatnes, where we can't wear clothing. And three, we actually wear levush that protects us. Mitzvah, Sitzis, Artalis, right? Things of that nature. And then he speaks about this focal point that on one hand, you know, if it's very cold outside and I see you with a jacket on, I think, well, that's just because it's cold outside. But no, I'm still dressed like a Jew. And even though we may dress very similar, everybody sitting here, we have to show that we're moved on. Well, if Aaron asked the integral question of, isn't this antithetical to Judaism? The fact that we spend so much time on what the Kohen Gadol has to wear, clothing, seriously? Do we care about that so much? Sometimes, I can tell you as a husband, we husband is very hard for him to understand. If God forbid, well, you shouldn't have to experience this. Um, but uh, during a, you know already, it's a joke. Um, <laughs> um, so during uh, uh, the summer, we had a few days off. So my wife, on a day off, there's nothing to do. What other than, shopping. oh, let's go Shopping. Shopping. Go to the Syracuse Mall, Destiny Mall, the largest mall in New York State, Rahman al and and uh, it's it's the most horrible day. It's like I'm like it's not Tishabov yet, but it feels like Tishabov. I have nothing to do, and then she gets such a joy. The chavur of tzifaras and clothing, and no, 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 no. And okay, she's being mekayim mitzvahs because she's buying sneers to clothing. Shkoyach, okay, very, very good. And I'm, I guess, being mekayim mitzvahs of the haftalareich of kamocha, the samach to be yishtoi. I don't know all these different things. I mean, we're, we're saving this all up for yontif, you know, all the yontif clothes of so on and so forth. So Ravarin asked this question: Is this antithetical? It was tailored in such a way that it would lend to the honor and the beauty of those that wore it. This commandment to honor and to have beauty appears to be valued so highly in the Torah. It is the divine service, as I told you, the Rambam says, you're not, you don't do the avod if one thing is off. 
Says Rav Aaron, it, it appears at first blush is nothing more antithetical to Judaism than caring about honor and beauty. Doesn't Chazal tell us that the famous line, of course, of Pirkei Elvis, jealousy, desire, and honor take a person away from this world. The ethics of Judaism require humility. Honor. Don't we know this is, this is all Moshe Rabbeinu? L'chavadu Tafares. L'chavadu Tafares. Anova. Moshe is praised. Vaish Moshe when his brother and sister say, no, you don't know who Moshe is. Moshe dies as the An of Hashem, Ebed Hashem. He's the An of. And now we're telling you if the dress fancy schmancy? That's covered. What about beauty? Beauty too seems to be alien to Torah. Sheker hachein Hashem Why does the Torah tell us about beauty as well? However, and here's the integral point, says Rav Aaron, in emphasizing these garments of the Kohanim to feature two qualities, honor and beauty, the Torah teaches us that in fact these two qualities do have a place in our lives. Honor is a, dis- <clears throat> is a destructive force if it is, stems from selfishness and negates honor to other people. Generally, when a person shows honor to himself, he degrades other people. Honor, covered, that's what I want. Someone asked me uh, a while back, right, that uh, I had this chutz of donating something, and I said, I don't want to put my name on it. And the person, chutzpah, says to me, you have to put your name on it. I'm like, you know, who are you? I'll take the donation away. No, you have to know, people should know. Blah, blah. So it's true, there are chuvas that talk about the, the cover that are, why? Because it helps, it helps, it helps a person in other people, that they'll say, oh, Hartstein donated money? That poor guy who teaches in Leva Torah that they don't even pay him? He can afford it? Ah, I'll give money. Okay, so there is a, a sense of honor. But Cesar of Iron, there is a sense of honor when honor is for the other people. Pursuance of special honor for oneself and the exclusion of honoring others, that's manity. However, honoring all people and showing that we're created in the image of the Rebbe Shalom of Hashem, that is okay. That's essential to our spiritual growth, is our oxygen. And of course, Pirkei Avos also says, right, you don't want true honor, you show honor to other people. This type of honor stems from the concept that every human being is so potentially unique. He's irreplaceable. Honor of this kind is indispensable to life and dignity. It is it is extremely important in the relationship of parents and children and essential to the relationship of husband and wife, mutual respect. So says Rav Aaron that there is a type of honor that's so important and an honor that you have to have in life. You need to honor yourself. You need to feel good about yourself. <clears throat> the yeshiva has very, very little rules from what I understand. But, but, but they should have certain rules that don't allow you to come down as a schlump. You're a bin yeshiva, you're a bacher. You have to show honor to yourself, respect yourself. Don't come down and not respect yourself. And, 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 and you know, I know flip-flops used to be a big thing. Well, you can't wear a flip-flop. Okay, well, I don't know why that's the thing. 
But right, just like if somebody came down as wearing a tank top and sits down in shear, I would kick him out of shear. I remember when I was in Rav Goldberg shear, he would wear a baseball hat, he would kick guys out of shear. He said, oh, baseball, po, said, oh, baseball, tilech mi po, That's the idea. There has to be a self-respect for ourselves, and when you have self-respect for yourself, you have self-respect for other people. You have self-respect for other people. That's the idea. We'll take questions after. I'm sorry, just uh, by your turn. So um, I know you want to you want to people to hear you, so you can find the shidduch ishkayich. I know, I know. Not for now. Sorry. So this idea of self respect is important, and therefore the kain dafka got honor and respect because of what he wore. The clothing does make the man. Because when I honor myself, I honor other people. I can't honor other people if I don't honor myself. What about beauty? Beauty, l'chavur l'sifares. It plays a significant role in Judaism. One who says that Judaism cares not about outer beauty, this says Vervarin, what a great line, has an ignorance of Torah values. If he really thinks that it's not important, it's a halacha actually, that you have to marry somebody who you find good looking. Right? We don't, we don't just like close your eyes and say, well, who, is, who is, oh, it's so-and-so's daughter, I don't care what she looks like, I'm going to marry that person. One needs to analyze the, the meticulous care and detail in the base amigdash and the accessories selected for the task of building the Holy Temple. Last week's parasha. Every single piece of the Mishkan. The finest artists and craftsmen. And maybe that's why when we talk about B'Tzalel, he had Ruach Elokim, he had all these great things, and it says, oh, and also he was a great artisan. Why, why do we say that? Who cares? Because that, that did matter. Because we want a kavrut for us. We didn't want Stam, the greatest person. We don't say that. Last week we spoke about the Karuvim. It wasn't about the biggest Sadiqim who were the Karuvim. It was about young children, about the innocence, about the enthusiasm that we spoke about. And therefore you needed somebody who was familiar with shapes, colors, v'chulu v'chulu. Who knew I appeal. Additionally, the Vilna Gon points out that since the Torah sees it fit to relate that Sara, Rifko, Rachel were physically attractive, that she's so beautiful. Excuse me. That she's the most beautiful person. Avram Avinu sees the image of his wife. And he says, you're, you're so beautiful. So what does it mean? Shlomo HaMelech says, Hevel Hayofi. That refers to beauty that comes with nothing. The famous vort, actually, of the Gra as well. I heard this vort a million times. I actually shared this at my... Um, my Lachayim. What does it mean, Shekhar Achein? So I remember the great Rav Yaakov Katz. Yaakov Katz is Rosh Kolo in Yeshiva Hakotel, Nitivarye. And Rav Katz, we were all Bachram, just like you. We're a little, bit, a little bit older, a little bit older, two years older. We came back for like a return and learn. And we're sitting in his house and he says, No, what does it mean, Shekhar Achein? He says, Does that mean that that's what it means? When you look for a Shidduch, that's what you have to find? Shekhar Achein, Yofi? Does anybody believe that? And unfortunately, it points to me. And he says, do you care about looks when you date a girl? So I thought it was, a, you know, I've got to answer the right answer. I'm like, no, I don't care about looks. He goes, then you're not following the halacha. You need to care. Oh, so here's the vort of the grah. Sheker achein vele bayofi is zero plus zero, even I know this, is zero. Zero, chein, all that stuff isn't important. But you know what you need? Yisha yirasasha. What do you do when you put a one in front of all the zeros? Apparently, you have a very big number. You, you can't just marry a girl and say, oh, no, the Beis HaMikdash wasn't about just Sheker, 
to for, uh, cover the tefaras. It came with a cover that was for other people as well. If I believe in myself, I believe in other people. And I can help other people. Utifaris, also the beauty, is that, yes, I need to think of myself as beautiful. I need to dress up. I need to be appropriate. Beauty is beautiful, yes. The attitude of the Torah towards beauty is expressed potently in the Pasuk that we sing, that was sung, excuse me, by Moshe B'nai Yisrael. A few weeks ago's parasha. This is my Hashem and I will beautify him. We don't just do Stam mitzvahs. Many people, when it comes to the holiday of, um, they'll buy, they have actual Megillah of cloth. A beautiful esrog, beautiful tzitzis, beautiful talus, beautiful tzvillin, not just Stam. How much is the cloth? No, no, no. I know it's 4,000 shekel for tzvillin, but give me the American price. Like, because I, I, you know, I'm from America. I don't care. No. No. We know that when a father, American father, but I actually, it's funny, when I was getting my first son's tefillin, a guy called the tefillin guy, I have a, there's a guy in the old city who I go to, his name is actually Ezra the Sofer, which I think is funny. Ezra Sofer, from Yerushalayim, from the old city. And this guy called, and he's trying to converse with Ezra, who only speaks Hebrew. So finally, I, I uh, pick up the phone, and I say, let me help you, I'll translate. So it's a very funny conversation. He says, I want him to understand that I'm not Stama Jew that doesn't believe I'm a, he said the community days in, when we shut off the tape, I'll tell you what community it was. I said, I'm from so-and-so community. I could afford filling, but I'm not crazy. I'm not a Meshuggah. I don't want to spend too much money. Give me the middle ground filling. That's not Zekeli Rianveo, maybe. Again, I'm not, you don't have to spend your, your, your life savings. But we try to do mitzvahs that are beautiful. We beautify the mitzvah. Our sages tell us, Vianveo, Anivahu, to imitate Hashem, have a we have to be doymed to the Rebbe Shalom, says the Gemara. Mahu rachum afato. We've said this many, many times. Real beauty is following the ways of Hashem. It goes hand in hand because there's a beauty in that. In accordance with this idea, Ezra of Aaron, the sacred priestly garments that Moshe Rabbeinu was to produce for Aaron and his sons embody the concept of honor as well as beauty. The holy garb shone with honor and respect for the intrinsic and extrinsic values that are blended in harmony, that are integrated in the scheme of life, that inspire us to go heavenward. Rav Aaron is saying, I think is such an integral idea of this combination of respecting our own self, which we don't always do. I don't know why. But if you don't believe in yourself, you're never going to be able to help other people. One of the greatest things is that, you, know, you, 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 you older guys you know, here in the yeshiva, the fact that you could put your arm around the Shana Aleph guy and say, hey, I was in the same space you are two weeks before Purim, a week before Purim. I was also there. It's time to move on. I know you're probably surprised that I'm in sure bad. I know you're probably surprised. Here's what I did starting from now. You can still catch the year. But you have to believe in yourself and then you show honor to other people when you are mechabit yourself, you're mechabit other people. The clothes do make the man. And beauty is important. I want to feel good about myself, then I'll feel good about other people. I think this is an integral message of the holiday of Purim. Purim of Baalina Latova is very unique in that the entire holiday revolves around Kavodu Tafaras, in my opinion. Why? Because it's all about other people, but showing self-respect to ourselves. We have very, very interesting mitzvahs. Mitzvahs that I think for everyone, I think this is something very unique about the holiday of Purim. 
his, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it's the one holiday that already when Rosh Chodesh Adar starts, that's it. There's just this, this, this feeling. Like I came into the base medrash, and I don't know what it is with Rav Gersi, but you know, everybody, everybody, you know, feels good. You start dressing. What are you dressing up in Rosh Chodesh Adar? What does that have to do with anything? Yeah, you, there's this feeling why we're getting ourselves ready for the ultimate simcha. But if you think about the mitzvahs of the day, they revolve around it. Even the Megillah is Pursume Nisa. Barolam Hadras Melech is one of the few mitzvahs we have where the halacha says you're not allowed to daven in a small shul. You shouldn't daven in a place where there's not a lot of Jews. You shouldn't make a side minion for sure. Why? This is for everyone. Yeah, and, and, and as much as people make fun of it, that people have themes, and the Mishnah Bur doesn't talk about themes for Shalachmanos, and a poem, oh, a poem, everybody knows, the famous Shita, you know, the Gros says you have to have a poem, no, nobody says you have to have a poem. Why? But people feel good about it, because you know what? L'chavot u'lisifaris. Right? There's a beauty when we recognize that we have self-respect. I'm not just going to do Shalachmanos. I'm going to do Shalachmanos. Because the Ram says you have to spend more money on Matanos, so you fine. How does it make people feel? What do we speak about? Yeah, last night, Rav Asher Weiss, I'll, I'll, I'll focus on this in a few minutes, spoke about what we, I think you guys remember, we spoke about it a little bit last week, the idea of Meshach Manos. So I, I actually quoted this last week, and I was right. Manos Alevi versus the Truma Sadeshen. It's an Achvareyas Manos Alevi says, Truma Sadeshen has to be ready for the Suda. And Rav Asher Weiss says, never happened. There's no Machlokas here. And there's, there's, there's tons of Svarim that talk about this Machlokas. He says, it's not a Machlokas. Can't be the Manos Alevi. You guys were just by the Manos Alevi. You don't even know this, right? The Manos Alevi, you were there. And Tzfas. The Baal Lechadoidi, Rav Alkabitz. One of the Schuyas of the few Piyutim we have that all Klai Yisrael sings Lechadoidi. From my knowledge, I don't think there's anybody who doesn't sing Lechadoidi. He made it up. Totally made it up. Made it up. Right? It's Tehillim, but then Lechadoidi is not Tehillim. He made up, and everybody says it. You're telling me the Manus Halevi would go against the Truvah Sadeshim for 200 years before him and say, no, that's not, no. He's adding on, says Rav Asherwais. He's adding on to say that you should take joy in it. And that's why maybe, maybe, I don't hold like this, but that's why maybe you could be Yotze with what you guys do when you do Mishach Manus. What do you do when you do Mishach Manus? Uh, here, I love you so much. Here's a candy bar and a wafer. Oh, I feel great. Where's the Achvarit? So nowadays we know, Baruch Hashem, you're going to have an amazing suit to buy your Rebbe. So now I'm going to buy you more food. To, you're not going to be able to, That food actually is going to spoil. These wafers, these things don't, don't spoil at all. Maybe that's good because it's Achvarit. But it's a beauty of the day. I show a love of the day. I show them my connection to the Rebbe Shailah because I care about another person. You guys might not realize this, Baruch Hashem. You might be in a fog. But in Eretz Yisrael, there's a tremendous amount of sinna going on in the last number of weeks with social the reform. And then, and, I, and, and I'll be honest, for the first time, I, I don't know much about what's going on. I've read about it. I'm not so sure. I hear both the different sides and different rabbeim here, Nabachu, don't agree with each other. It's, it's a lot of fun to be on the Rebbe group this time of the year. But at the core, what Shmuel Yo had the discussive meeting, as I just was talking to Rav Sitrin about it, he's spoken a lot in his sichot about how much we have in common. Why are we Jews being parud? The, the media makes it seem like, you know, there's going to be two different, the Eretz Yisrael is going to split now, like in the times of the, the Navi. We're going to split, right? We're going to have shaving, we're, we're not going to get along with each other. Let's just split Eretz Yisrael. Chas It's not as bad as we think it is. The dollar is reflecting that. The dollar is very, very strong now because they think the government's falling down. It's going to be like another Italy or something. It's not really true. We love each other. And we have the holiday of loving each other. It's the Chavar Lucifer. We have to believe in ourselves and say, 
believe that, that will make you believe in other people. That's the idea. We should be zeicha to hear these messages and celebrate in the appropriate way Purim, Haba Aleinu and be zeicha to Bayish Lishim Meher Amen.